welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com episode 192. We're going to talk about 205 Live NXT NXT UK. We watched a classic match from 2005 uh, from Japan. Wrestle One. Oh boy, we'll get to that. We got some news. We got some questions. But before we get to all of that, my name is John, and joining me this week, as she does every week, is the Mark Angelicetti to my Dasher Hatfield, Marianne. I thought you were going to end it with Mark Andrews, and I got excited, but then I missed her touchdown instead, so... Nothing wrong with that. Fine wrestler. Super Bowl Sunday! Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Good job, me. <laughs> Nicely done. Thank you. Um, How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. Um, let's see what's what's going on over yonder here. Uh, I don't know. I, I had another stream on Sunday. Uh, I, I almost I died during watch. it. Um, I just had a major coughing fit during it. My throat. And this never happens. I don't really. I forget that I drink water while doing the podcast. And my throat just dried up and I just started coughing. It was very bad. But John, why did it dry up? Because I was talking about our new North American champion, Johnny Gargano. <laughs> and I was very excited about it. He was quite excited. I did watch it. I wish I had watched it like live because then I would have commented like hella ridiculous shit. Yeah. Um, but I did watch it later when I was putting on my makeup at my dad's house. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I went I went to Colorado yeah, you over were the gone. weekend. I completely, that wasn't even on my list of things to talk about of what I did recently. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, it was fucking beautiful. Yeah, it looked it. He has a three-story house. The bottom floor is kind of like a basement-like area. But it's not like, when I say basement, you don't think of it as as nice as, as it is. Right. But he's got like a, like, okay, so the previous homeowners straight up left them a pool table and a tractor. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so he has like a whole extra kitchen and a bedroom and like a bathroom and then the pool table and then a TV and like a whole bunch of couches. And then like he has this whole guitar and everything set up. Mm. It's awesome. And so I like stayed in that bed down there and it was like fucking great. I had my own bathroom, I had my own shower and then I got to take a like I got to take my, okay, so my dad's bathroom, he has a fireplace in his bedroom. Oh, I thought you were going to say the, in the bathroom. I was like, that no, seems weird. Well, no, 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 au contraire. Um, he has a fireplace in his bedroom. Right behind the fireplace is my stepmom's vanity, mm -hmm. which has a sink and lights all the way around. And behind that, so like, it's like a separator kind of almost in the room, the uh -huh. fireplace. And so the opposite side is a vanity. And then behind that is the closet which goes around a corner and it's all the doors are all mirrored so that entire area is just well like mirrored oh, and then wow. right next to that they have a giant like fucking rich person bathtub that has like jets <laughs> and everything in it wow yes and then it has like big like sides to it where you can put like statues and shit yeah so his bathroom is technically in his bedroom that's fucking crazy yeah, and then he has, like, the bathroom area with, like, the toilet and stuff. And then, guess what? Surprise, surprise, there's an extra door that goes to a fucking dry sauna. Damn. That's crazy. It's nuts. Okay, and so he sold his house um, in Gilroy for over $700,000, right? He bought this house in Colorado Springs for 617000 
Wow. Isn't that ridiculous? It's like nothing. That is nothing. And it was, the snow was so powdery and beautiful and it was just amazing. And then the ride, like the plane ride over there, um, I was basic economy. So I was like bitch status. Um, I hate basic economy. But so I sat, had an aisle seat and there actually ended up, it was a full ass flight. And then there was nobody sitting in the middle seat. Nice. Yeah, it was great. And then that, here's my segue into the fact that the new Backstreet Boys album came out on Friday. And I just found out as the plane was taking off. And I went, bitch! And I downloaded it on Spotify immediately and listened <laughs> to it on the way there. And bought a physical copy, if I recall. Yes, and f- because physical media, I only own physical media of the Backstreet Boys albums and um, Josh Groban albums. But... And my stepmom bought it for me. So it was like I was a small child again. It was great. Sounds like a pretty successful yes. week. And I will say that uh, Passionate on that album is a fucking banger. Chances, right. okay. because it was a single, obviously is a like a really good song. But Passionate's a fucking banger. I dig it. Um, I just got back from the gym, so I'm all winded. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> and then I just ate all my feelings because my stepdad got... Um, Chinese food, and so I just drown my post drag race feelings in orange chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just like, I don't want to talk about it, just like nomming on orange chicken. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> uh... <laughs> so that's what I did. Nice. Yeah, we, uh, uh, Rumble was this weekend. Oh, yes, it was. And I watched it. Let me tell you. Um, and, uh, Takeover was also this weekend. Uh, Takeover was, was pretty good. The main event was kind of meh. Um, I thought Royal Rumble was, was pretty good overall. I mean, they could have used some more Which surprises one? just as an event. Oh, no. The men's Royal Rumble was fucking awful. Um, I didn't, like, the more I think about it, I didn't, like, hate it. I mean, we got, uh, Hot Cop, Mustafa Ali. You just made the list. He was in there for quite a while, so okay, I thought that, that was cool. Okay, that is the only upside to that. And I'm, then he was eliminated by a woman, which therefore I don't think should be valid. Oh yeah, that's a. I mean, that's a whole. That was thing. a thing and a half. Uh, but uh, I mean, we had um, we had a lot of uh, we had some newer guys in there. I mean, Al- I, I, go ahead. There was just some people who you they're on the main roster. And you're like, where the fuck was that person? Yeah. Like, is Ty Dillinger injured? Ty Dillinger is injured. Oh. And he okay, where's, should where's be. Where's Mojo and Zach? Um, Not that I care about Zack Ryder. I have all the cares about Mojo, though. Mojo's yelling at himself in a mirror. Did you see that? Oh, that's so That's so Dean Mutati for you. <laughs> Um, but what I, a stellar human. I, mean, I love him. I am wearing a, a, um, a Hype Bros shirt and Zubaz right now. That's great. I mean, there were I'm six the people. There were six people in there that were in there under a minute. I'm sorry, there were five that were under a minute and one that was under two minutes. So it's just kind of like, what are we doing here? Yeah, I feel like if you're just gonna, it's ridiculous. I am proud of Mustafa Ali. Like that, at least they recognize that people fucking love him. Yeah, he was in there for good and even thirty. Yeah, he, he was, was in, in there, there for a while. Wait, was Alistair Black in it? Yes, Alistair was in there. He was in there for six minutes. That is unacceptable. In um, Gargana was in there for 13. And Alistair Black, like... <sighs> Pete Dunne was in there for 11. And Andrade was in there for 22 minutes. Okay, that's more acceptable. But I can't believe Alistair Black. Like, that just kind of, like, kind of... I don't want to say takes the wind out of his sails, but he's kind of just, like... 
He'll come up soon. He'll come up after yeah, Mania. Yeah, he... You know, it's also oh, weird. Oh, man. Where was EC3? <laughs> oh, my... Bitch! I should hit myself for forgetting my favorite. Like, I can't believe he wasn't... He hasn't He hasn't been in... I mean, Nikki Cross has been used. So has Lacey Evans. They've both been used. And so has Ugh. Heavy Machinery. So the only two left are Lars and... Um, and EC3, and neither Why one of them were in the room. not? I don't know. He would be so funny. Actually, I feel like EC3, you need to introduce it. Like, has he, he hasn't been, has he been introduced, like, speaking-wise yet? No, he hasn't. He hasn't? I feel like that's how you need to introduce him first. Yeah, fair. Because he's so funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, I thought... I want him to feud with The Miz. That'd be cool. That'd be hilarious. That would be a, a like, charisma <laughs> battle to end all ages. Uh, so speaking of something that was not represented at uh, the Royal Rumble, let's talk about 205 Live because there were no oh competitors from 205 Live. Yeah, Cedric was pissed, rightfully so. Yeah, uh, I mean, good for him. I hope I I did a little write up over it that hashtag show dot com where I mean, I, where the fuck was Bulak? I suggested that the two that Uncle Drake should initiate a 205 Rumble. Uh, to determine who will be the number one contender. Should it also include the 205 and under people in NXT UK so they have enough people? Um, I checked the the 205 live. Let's look at the 205 live roster, shall we? Don't even go there. Mandrews is on it because he weighs like 90 pounds. I don't think he is on the official 205 live roster. Oh no! I was gonna. I thought you were talking about NXT UK. I was gonna say oh, Mandrews no. is Mandrews is you look up like cruiserweight and it's Mandrews. So two hundred five hat. Well, and is one of the nope. They took him off there. One. We'll get to that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, and then uh, you add three more, and that's sixteen. That because Lucha House Party for some reason is not listed on here. I don't know why. Because um, collectively they don't equal 205 pounds. I mean, I guess. I really don't know. <laughs> but you could also add some NXT guys, just, you know, like a couple of them. And then I'm sure they have some talent they've signed that would be cool surprises. So, My God, imagine if Tony Nese won the 205 Live Royal Rumble. We, would, ne- how... we would never watch it. We would yeah, never watch imagine it. Ha- we would have to watch it, though, just to find out. And then we would end up being really disappointed. Yeah. Kind of like when Kalista was number three that one year in Royal Rumble, and everybody was like, number three, it's that hot spot, and then it was fucking Kalisto, and I've never been more disappointed about anything in my life. Yeah. <sighs> fucking yeah. hell. Uh, okay, so 205 Live, we op- open the show with a recap from Uncle Drake, as usual, uh, and then we uh, go into a match that features Kalisto and Mike Kanellis with Maria on commentary. At first, I was like, man, I am excited to save time and skip through this match. But then I didn't. And I think it's the one thing that I have the most notes on. Yeah. Um, I actually, <laughs> like, Maria was great on commentary. Holy I shit, I love how, yes. how salty she was. My favorite wa- uh, line of hers was, oh, your parents, they ate catering. <laughs> I liked the Royal Rumble match was amazing because I'm amazing. <laughs> yes, that was great. <laughs> and I mean, you had noted, like, she isn't wrong. No, she's not. She is not wrong. And like, I, I think she actually called um, Aiden English a Muppet at one point. I, people were she saying said she did. She a couple did. things that were so funny, but she isn't wrong. But, sweetheart, your husband's boring. 
Yeah. Like, he's so desperate for opportunities that his chunks literally say the opportunity on the back. (laughs) And then she was getting dramatic, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, I don't even care anymore. But then Aiden English with that savage-ass burn. He burned her really hard, but then she was like, oh, look at you with your big boy commentary pants. Oh, yes. That was funny. (laughs) I enjoyed that. Um, I mean, this was a match... I just can Canellis is not doing it for me. I don't know he, why. He doesn't okay, you know what Canellis' problem is? Like, he only has a four pack. Wow. That is not on par with his coworkers. <laughs> I mean fair. And he also doesn't have any moves that make him stand out. Like to me at least, but then again I don't notice a lot unless they have a pretty face half the time. Fair. So, um bonus, at least he's more memorable than Tony Nice. Very true. Uh I also loved when Kalisto tried to do a dive to the outside and, and he Canelis just, tossed, just him. tossed him right into that was the... great that was like my favorite part that was fun but can we just aiden english is doing a really good job he doesn't take shit from no one no no he doesn't he does sound like a muppet though he does uh she's not wrong if that's what she said she's absolutely not wrong roll up win for Callisto. mike Canellis is upset yeah well that's what happens when your entire career and the reason why you were signed is based entirely on your wife <laughs> you ain't lying oh you know what i forgot to get marianne i bought a shade button from work you bought a shade button from work fuck yeah i was gonna put it on my desk and use it but, dude do you uh, do you side note like going off track for a second do you follow ron on on instagram i do not know don't okay, <laughs> okay i won't <laughs> yeah i know he'll hear this at some point and be like hey i don't love taylor swift that much um, but yeah, there was an ad and promo for Worlds Collide. Are you going to watch that? Worlds Collide, which I believe airs tomorrow. I might check it out. I, you know, I, I, oof, it's, it's going to be a busy weekend. So yeah, we'll definitely. See. I, I will try um, to. That we had uh, Drew and Jack welcoming Umberto in Umberto. typical uh, Gulaliger fashion. Yeah, they just want to hang out and pal around with him. It sounds like that's fun. I just. Love the two of them oh, they're great. so much. They're the best. Uh, like, next, oh, ne- so good. Next up, we had New Nasty Davari and Kenta uh, filming a low-budget film noir. I said, well, there goes your usefulness, Arya. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tony Nese attacks Noam Dar, and we see dude. Sanjay Dutt. And- dude, you see Sanjay Dutt? Yeah, he's he was, he was there. He's, it's so funny, because he was just kind of standing there like, not saying anything, but he he's like, for some reason, he just forgot how to do things. It was so oh weird. Oh, my God. I just put fucking hell. Tony Nese would be shirtless in a parking lot for no reason. Yeah. Listening because to, he thinks to his that that's music. That's the only thing blast. that makes him relevant, and that barely <clears throat> makes him relevant. Uh, and like, then. Literally, everyone came to separate them, even Bud Murphs. That's true. And one tan motherfucker, Drake Younger. And then I realized, wow, both Drakes are orange. <laughs> Uh, Uncle Drake proved once again that he is the greatest general manager of all time, and he has suspended Tony Nese. Oh, uh, that's great. Yes. That's so good. And then we're going to be like, wait, who's that when he comes back? That should be his new thing. Who? Who? He, Tony Nese should be the leader of the Forgotten Sons. <laughs> it should just be the Forgotten. It should be his gimmick for now. We'll get to how stupid their fucking finisher name is later. Oh, God. Main uh, event time. Main event time. It was Akira Tozawa taking on the artist formerly known as Hideo Itami. Uh, 
this match Kenta was fun. Kenta in all caps. Kenta in all caps. Um, I mean, this match was all right, but I mean, now that we know what we know, I mean, they probably weren't so, trying too hard. Yeah, so far it was exactly what I had expected it to be. Yeah. Um, I wanted to write more, but like I had nothing to say except except when Aiden straight up called him Kenta on accident. Yes, that was amazing. <laughs> I- died I that was so good he texted you i died but he caught himself but like yep watching this now i can understand why why kenta's probably really frustrated because after watching that noah match like kenta should not be losing to the idiots that he's losing <laughs> to. no he should be killing them he should be murdering them um like oh there was a spot in this match where tozawa went for a back kick that Kenta somehow dodged, and I have no idea how he dodged it because it was coming in so fast. I was like, holy shit, that was crazy. Um, I mean, Kenta hit a pretty sweet axe bomber, and then axe bomber, and then Tozawa hit his finish for the win, and then Davari turned on Kenta, thus sending him away and then where's to, return to, no, to return what, to Noah. What does your career become? <laughs> The savior. Like, you're gonna, you can't. Aiden English has already like done a turn where he shouldn't have turned, and then now they didn't have anywhere for him, so they put him on commentary. Where are you gonna go, Arya? I don't know. Back to the BMW dealership. That's where you're going. <laughs> uh, so Kenta is on his way back to uh, be the savior of Noah. Uh, all hail. I don't know what he. I don't know what he's doing, but I wish. I don't. I don't know either. I wish I'm, I'm him well. Apparently, I mean, I guess we'll just address it now. He asked for his release, and it was granted. So he is like almost immediately. Yeah. So uh, the ninety day no compete clause is in effect, and I think the other thing that I heard was they're, they're like, "We'll give you your release, but you can't compete for AEW." And he was like, "I just want to go back to Japan." Like, please just let me go back to Japan. Did they say the same thing for Dean Ambrose? Well, we'll get to Dean, and I don't think they really have a choice, honestly. My opinions on that, we'll get to that. But anyways, Uh, NXT, which was a massive... Woo! NXT, real quick. This is going to be like a 10-minute segment here. NXT, they did a takeover recap at the beginning... Uh, and then a one in the middle. And then a huge one in the in the middle. So much so that I told Marianne, just watch the beginning and the end. And then... <laughs> That's literally all you needed Which to do. Which saved me so much time. Yes. Um, so we had Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir taking on Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai. We're not calling her Mrs. Roderick Strong? No. no. She's better than Roderick Strong. No, she's not. She's <laughs> she's not. I can't even say that. It's not true. So Well, she she's very good for the little amount of the little amount of time she's yeah. been yeah, well, yeah, but... Um, um, EO did this crazy, like, flippy thing, and I was like, oh, Marianne will know what this is, so I just wrote, Marianne, what the hell was that? It's a round-off back handspring. There we go. Which is a classic cheerleader move. And it was fucking sweet. It's a, like, I, I looked at it, and I went, oh, that's a round-off round back handspring. I was like, that is, like, a cla- that is, like, the only move that high school cheerleaders can do. It was pretty sweet, though, when she hit her with the drop kick. Yeah, that was, it was pretty sweet, the transition out of it. Yeah. Most of the time, the move is actually kind of boring. Oh, yeah. It's one, it's one you use to set up to something really cool. Fair. Yeah. I can do a round-off, but that's really easy. It's just a cartwheel, but you land on two feet. Whew. Um... 
this crowd was on fire mainly because this was taped before they went live on WWE Network for TakeOver. Um, yes. Fuck, Jessamine is huge, though, in he, comparison. Yeah, you know, I kind of I want to talk about Jessamine and Marina for a little bit. Uh, I mean, we know that the, the Sky Pirates are fucking legit, and I hope they go... I Honestly, I want to see them in that uh elimination chamber match for the tag titles i think that would be so cool but uh let's sky talk Sky pirates yeah sky pirates i just pictured them flying around on little clouds like fucking goku and dragon ball oh my god so you need to commission someone to make that we have <laughs> listeners that could easily make that that's true we do it's oh, man. great i don't i'm surprised that somebody hasn't done that already that would be amazing anyways <laughs> Anyway, yeah. So, uh, so Jessamine and Marina, I think uh, a lot of people seem to think that they are they're they're not ready for a four on four match uh, in which two other people are better workers and the other four people on the team could carry them if needed. But they look fine. I think they they look they look good. They don't look great yet, but they're you know. What they do well, they do very well. Yeah. I think they're already miles ahead of some of the other talent that's been hired, Lacey Evans. <laughs> you know what? Can um, I, I, I want to say something about Lacey Evans. Right? Is it insulting? It better be insulting because she's fucking awful. It's it's not insulting. So she does this move. She does this like she's on the second rope and she'll pop up and spin to the top rope and she does a moonsault, which is a very pretty move. And she did it during the rumble, but they didn't time it correctly. So she like she did it, and it was like. Meanwhile, in the ring, a couple of moments ago, this happened. So we didn't get like the live audience reaction to the super cool move. She deserves not the live audience <laughs> reaction. She's god fucking awful. I think I had tweeted whoever in. I was like whoever eliminates her is my new favorite female wrestler, and then it was Charlotte, and I was like, oh whatever. <laughs> um. Oh god, I hate her so much. She's so awful. Yeah. Like, ugh, she's so basic looking. Anyways, gonna get off that hate train. Um, <laughs> Shiranui slash slice bread number two. Yeah. Good go, shit. Go Maro, just going Shiranui. <laughs> it was. This was fun. I. I really. Oh, and uh, the pop up elbow drop was great. Exactly. I yes. love that. It was fun. It was a fun little match. I mean, yeah, that's really all you can expect uh, from Jessamine and Marina right now is just not to injure anyone, and they have not done so yet, so whatever. Yeah, they haven't, and look at Naya. <laughs> yeah, look at Naya. Um, did she injure the Chinese wrestler? Did she? I didn't read one that. one of them she tossed out, and she landed fucking bad. Oh, uh, I don't know if she injured I her. remember going, ooh. Mm, that's no good. I don't like that. Well, anyway, middle of the middle of this entire uh, NXT was just recap with some interview backstage interviews. Um, B- Bianca told uh, uh, Mr. Sam to kiss kiss her ass, which was great. This fucking good. idiot, Sam Roberts, you fucking piece of I shit. I really hate him. What an what a fucking idiot. He's so dumb. God, he looks like you know who he, he looks like fucking art garfunkel from simon and garfunkel like a malnourished one <laughs> he's just so bad also uh, he pays to be on that show by the way he pays he to pays? 
Yeah, he pays WWE. That is even more pathetic. Much like that f- that fucking other idiot. Um, what's his fucking stupid ass name? God, God, John's mad, y'all. What is his fucking name? Where Where is your stupid name? Rosenberg. Because, that oh, fucking that idiot. That guy's okay, a so fucking tool, so too. Okay, so there's so many people that we know, especially, that would do a better job and are more aesthetically pleasing than those two idiots. Oh, yeah. There's so many people. Like, dude. I, I, a dog would be better. <laughs> Dogs fucking, are better in most situations. A, a fucking cute little dog would be better than fucking Sam Roberts going like, uh, 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 I don't know. I don't think she deserves it. Shut the uh, fuck up. I don't have any legit claims. I look like... I wish, oh my god, he looks awful. I wish Bianca had found him and just kicked the shit out of him. That would yeah. have been great. You know what? My mind is still so stuck on Drag Race that you said Bianca and I went straight to Bianca Del Rio and I was like, that would be fucking great. I want her to read the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Library is I think open. anybody named Bianca can fucking hold their own. Hell yeah. All right, so... Uh, main event was the Street Profits taking on the Forgotten Sons. <laughs> and uh, that, I'd like to shout out these two idiotic white guys for doing the primetime players dance. Because we <laughs> white people need to be reminded that we have our limits sometimes. <laughs> I mean, always, basically. <laughs> <clears throat> um, Man, this just the, the state of the Forgotten Sons. Uh, they are. They seem to be fine wrestlers. Uh, Jackson Riker f- apparently forgot how to wrestle because I have. I think I haven't seen him wrestle since he was hired. Um, they look like homeless bikers. God, the uh, their theme song opening up with "Do Unto Others" is just like, what are we fucking doing right now? Make up your fucking mind. Like, what? What <laughs> is your like? Are you I trying to be like it. like? like hip biblical what is going on i i have no idea um stop trying to make the bible happen yes uh <laughs> thank you tomorrow for shouting out the evolved tag team champions the street prophets indeed who were also um, doing a uh, harlem heat tribute with their gear which was great yes i um, was gonna say my question is what the fuck is montez wearing he looks like a male gymnast <laughs> uh well i mean there's there's basically one thing we can talk about over and over and over from this match and you've probably seen a gif of it online uh montez fucking ford flying through the air with the greatest of ease yeah i said my suck God. it Sinkara. he doesn't need a springboard to look cool that shit is i've i've watched that clip a million times. It's yeah, and there's so no cr- fucking springboard to help him cheat. No, it's so cr- well. I mean, the you know the ring board is kind of a spring, but you it's know what? Still, I mean. yes, you know it's exactly still what am- I mean. Still amazing. God damn. I, I still don't know which one of the street puppets have a, has a better hot tag because they're both so evenly they both, charismatic. Yeah, they both have great, great uh, hot tags. But yeah, it was. Uh, um, it was so good. He he. He does that type of move like in almost every match, and every time he like outdoes it. Yes, flying like. Good lord! Um, well, Riker got involved. Uh, we saw a super blockbuster, which was super cool. Um, and then they hit their finisher, which is called the Memory Remains. Um, what a totally paradoxical name! Out of like, a- I'm so prepared to guess that all three of them were like super into Three Doors Down and Stained when they were young. Well, the memory remains uh, is a cover song that Metallica did 
which makes sense. Actually, I'm sorry. No, Memory Remains is not a cover song. It is, um, I think for some reason, uh, I thought because Marianne Faithful was in it. Do you know Marianne Faithful, Marianne? Yes, I know who that is. Of course um, <laughs> I know who that is. Faithful with two L's. Yeah, very correct. Um, I think for some reason I thought because she was on it, it was a cover song. I don't know why. Uh, the Memory Remains off of Reload. Uh, my God, what are we doing? <laughs> what is happening? Uh, they get the win, and I mean, whatever. It was a fun match. Let's move on. Moving on. <laughs> NXT UK, we open with Volta. Thank you for saying it right, you and literally only Nigel. <laughs> Nobody else, everybody's like, Walter. My, and I'm like, my, that does not sound nearly as intimidating yeah. as My God, it's Walter. They're the man so called Walter. <laughs> and Walter, that's it. When you need to you need to say it with the Va. Like the gusto of it being in all caps. Yes, absolutely. I one hundred percent agree. Volta. Volta. He's he's Austrian, like Volta. Like it's ridiculous. I don't I, think yeah. I don't think people when they're like, Oh, he's Austrian, like they speak German in Austria. Right. <laughs> like say it and it would like it's German. Come on. Yeah. It's not moon language. Volta. But anyways, I'm so excited. So next up we had um, Dave Mastiff. I don't know why I keep calling him Dan Mastiff, Marian. I I don't know what it is. I don't know if that's someone that I know. Both are equally boring names. And I feel like if I go to my, my sheets right now and I go to to his name, it's going to be Dan. It's going to be Dan Thank you. <laughs> no, it's Dave. It's I have it as Dave. So I don't know. Hold on. Um, I feel like I've seen it. Oh my God, Norton, go away. Uh. So this it was Dave Mastiff versus Jay Melrose, and it was basically just two large lads screaming at one another um, and beating the shit out of one another. And Dave Mastiff in his uh, Vader tribute gear, which I highly appreciate, uh, hit yeah. his finish. That he calls Into the Void, which, unlike The Memory Remains, is a great finishing name. Yes. Also, watch the fuck out, Kevin Owens. My God. Yeah. Big Dave's on his way. Uh, Big Dave. Big Dave. Next week, uh, Zaya Brookside. That should be fun. I feel like I haven't seen her wrestle in a little while. I saw her wrestle in Daily City. Oh, yeah. A few months ago. APW, right? Yep. They're having a show tonight. I got a a text from fucking... um, Lust of the Legend asking me if I was going, and I'm like, not if you shave leopard spots into your head, which he did. Oh, no. And I was like, Dad, you're embarrassing. I have a podcast to record tonight. <laughs> well. <laughs> um, uh, next up, we had Zach Gibson and James Drake. Uh, they came out and cut a promo. I honestly wish I could love something, anything, as much as the NXT UK crowd loves booing Zach Gibson. Oh, they absolutely love it. Um, since... Just any, like, any crowd in general just loves booing him. And I wish I had that much passion, like, if I if I was capable. I agree. God. Sid Scala comes out. And First you... Order Admiral Sid Scala. Which is the best, because, <laughs> naturally. Um, and he announces that, I think in three weeks, or maybe two weeks, I don't know. It's going to be Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch taking on Zach Gibson and James Drake for the WWE NXT UK Tag Team Championships. I feel like Sid Scala would be the guy right underneath uh, Hux 
in the first order ranking. Yes. Unless that's Mitaka. I don't know. I don't know. I'm having a nerd moment, but I feel like Sid Scala is a very Star Wars sounding name. More so than Oni Lorcan. More so than Orny Loken, my fucking Biff baby. Uh, I love that fucker. Next week, we're going to get Mark Andrews taking on Legero, which should be a cool match. I love anything little Mark does. Uh, and then we had uh, Jack Stars. God oh, damn. What a name. With a Z, even. Take, my God. Taking on the debuting Volta. Um, I was smiling like a fucking fool. It was good shit. He just beat the shit out of this small lad and then power bombed him. Yeah, it was it was something else. Um, smart of them not to interrupt that entrance music magic. Yeah. To introduce him. And Nigel with that composer track name drop. Yeah, man. Dvorak Symphony Number no. 9. Good for him. Fourth movement. He's doing good shit yes. there. Like, oh my God. Allegro con fuoco. Um, that... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That song is great, by the way. <laughs> um, Agreed. That chop was literally his first attack, and I almost died. And he killed him. He's died. It was like nothing is more appropriate than his first attacking move being a fucking chop. Oh, yeah. Like, that's my sexual preference, is Walter chopping dudes into comas <laughs> until their lungs collapse. God. Hell, yeah. So, Walter ma- Valta makes short work of Mr. Stars. <laughs> Uh, we see Valta backstage and one of the coffee people are yelling at him. I just wanted him to call him a puny girly man, <laughs> the, like Arnold, one and of just the, be done with it. One of the caffeine boys was yelling at him. Um, puny girly man. And, uh, then Fabian and, uh, our old friend Axel, Axel Dieter come out and they say, Axel hey man, Dieter, hey man, if you need friends, we've known each other a long time. Just let us know. And. Like, we've goes, known each other know. a long time, which basically almost translate to we're already friends. Fucking Marcel. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, silly Fabian, though, not understanding how the German-speaking people handle things. Yes. Um, being almost surprised slash offended at Walter's brush-off. Yeah. They're not affectionate people, man. Um, <laughs> the potential of this stable is one Cesaro short of being a party that I fucking want to go to. Hell yeah. Holy shit. Awesome. Good I stuff. love it. Also, I'm just very happy because I love Marcel and Walter yes. together. And they're missing Demac, but Demac is kind of like the goofy um who would who how would I describe him? Mm. Demac would be like he'd be like the German Mark Andrews. <laughs> Actually, that's not too bad of a description for him. Demac wasn't in Ring Conf. He was just in WXW, right? He was in WXW, but like a lot of the promos that they would cut, he was in them. Oh, okay. And he was just, like they were just pally friends, and you could tell. But I mean, yeah, he he's like he's like the German Mark Andrews. <laughs> uh, my ne- God! Up next, we had Ginny taking on Casey Owens. Dude, her just kneeling there on the entrance ramp, waiting for people to give a shit, <laughs> was hilarious. Like, she was just sitting there, like, waiting for a reaction. Everybody's like, no, thanks. <laughs> yeah. No. But um, we both noticed this. I don't know why it took me so long. Like, I, I, was, I was conscious that she's very fashion forward and she dressed a little bit different. But I never realized that she fucking wrestles in a romper. She meaning Ginny. Yes. She, we she both didn't realize in, like, this. an ice skating outfit bedazzled romper. Yeah. 
neither one of us uh neither one of us caught this yeah and i i had noticed it i was always like oh she's dressed interesting yeah but it never clicked that it's like she's fucking wearing a romper yeah oh my oh my god so i'm like hiccuping i'm so shocked (laughs) so for the uh second Ginny match in a row uh that step up hurricane rana is smooth as f's (laughs) it looks so good um and I just have something that says "woo" into that turnbuckle. Oh, it was uh, when she did the flatliner. She dropped her into the turnbuckle. Yeah, that was yes. cool. Ginny wins. Hooray. Of course she does. Uh, Rhea Ripley is upset, y'all. And uh, we get an announcement that it'll be Tony Storm versus Rhea Ripley in three weeks. So we're just setting them matches up. I remember seeing something. I don't know where the fuck it was. And now I'm like mad. And I wish I had said something to that fucking person who obviously didn't know who Rhea Ripley was. Uh-huh. Oh, wait. Was it on that thing? Do the, do the guys that you record with watch NXT UK? No. It was. It might have been It might have been the stream. It was. Where they, they basically insulted Rhea Ripley for not being polished. Really? I would have somebody, to go back. Somebody said something that was not complimentary. And it was, it was about, like, her not being... She's very, like, amateur. And I was like, bitch, what? Oh boy! I like recapping the the women's Royal Rumble, and I was like, "Yo, a Royal Rumble is not a good place to be judging someone's skill." Yeah, fair. Like ever. Very true. So, Mark Coffey is going to face Walter next week, and he's going to die. That's and it's going to be great. Uh, our main event. I don't have a lot of notes on it. I thought it was a fine match. Uh, it was. It's must- going to be decaf. <laughs> Mark decaf. Mark Decaf. Actually, we should just call them the Decaf Brothers because he gives a shit. Uh, we had Mustache Mountain, which is uh, Tyler Bate and Trent Seven taking on Imagine Marcel, not knowing... Barthel, and Fabian Eichner. Imagine not knowing who Mustache Mountain was. They got a great song, too. Even though it kind of sounds like um, Undisputed Era a little bit, but not really. Mm. Uh, this match was fine. I really don't... Um, it was fun, yeah. Um, I love Marcel Bartel, but yeah. we all knew that. Yes. Um, he is just so stern, and I want him to tell me what to do, and he's just beautiful. <laughs> um, they're both beautiful. Mm-hmm. They're both just, like, really good-looking dudes. But Nigel called Trent Seven the artful Dodger, <laughs> and I went, what? I was That's one of my favorite musicals of all time. So I kind of popped a little bit for that, but then I went, as if he's clearly Fagin-esque. That's a joke for one. <laughs> because of his age. The Artful Dodger was basically a teenager. <laughs> that is not Trent Seven. No, it is not. Not at all. If anything, it's Tyler Bate and then Trent Seven's Fagin. So I just go. snapped, but nobody could see it and appreciate it. <laughs> um, caught and dropped by Eichner, though. Oh, my God. Yes. It was fucking amazing. Crazy stuff. There was the dragon suplex clothesline combo that I believe ended the match probably goodness gracious he dropped him and it was like fuck like that is somebody who is not appreciated nearly enough no not at all yeah he's gonna he's gonna go places Woo! speaking of going places marianne let's venture back to 2005 to wrestle one in japan which is the great muda's promotion so you I know will i love say it now I watched this match at the gym so i could not take any notes That's but fine, i will I bounce you. off of whatever you say uh, it was uh, Katsuyori Shibata taking on Jun Akiyama, uh, and 
Marianne, this match doesn't start until the seven minute mark, but I believe uh, everything before the seven minute mark was just uh, Japanese people telling us how much these two hate each other. <laughs> Holy yes. shit. Thank God you told me that because I was like, yeah, I could fast forward seven minutes. Yeah, I'm here to, you I'm here to help you. You know that that's a problem when I'm excited to fast forward through things to save time. Well, then I can get to naps. When I pulled up the match, I went, this thing's 22 minutes. And then I just kind of skimmed through just to see where the entrances end. And I was like, seven minutes? Holy shit. Oh, God, the blood. I went too far. Oh, no, I didn't go that far. We opened the match with two straight kicks to the head, basically. You and said, what was it that you said? Kick, kick, blood? Kick, kick, blood. It's a uh, a game that uh, shoot fighters play, apparently. It's much like Duck, Duck, Goose, but not so really. So you did call it, you did, like, a, it's a shoot fight. Yeah, it's a shoot. My God. That was, my God. The like, shit was crazy. I... I- started laughing so loud at the gym it was less than two minutes into the match and there was already fucking blood everywhere yeah shibata just kicked this dude uh, who akiyama i don't think i've ever seen him wrestle before shame on me because this dude is fucking smooth has shibata has like the the ideal body type for a guy that he has chuck taylor body type i think he's a little little more defined than chuck taylor how dare you? He's Whatever. got um he's got <laughs> Simon Grimm body type, who is we know number you one. You just on made the list. list. Um, but that ref was like trying to hold him oh back my God. and I was fucking almost crying. That was the fu- so hard. Where he when he like got around him. Like, and he, he was just... like trying to hold him back. It was like two children fighting. Ugh. I was like, what does this remind me of? It was very weird. <laughs> like Ugh. So Akiyama busted open within seconds of the match. And then we're just brawling on the outside and Akiyama just starts tossing chairs like they're not folded chairs. They are unfolded chairs. And he just starts tossing them at Shibata. Um, he, he sent, one of them, I think it was. Uh, no, it was Akiyama, I think, ended up on the, the commentator's table. Oh, yes. And I that's my favorite thing. Is that like a Japanese wrestling thing? The commentators just no-selling the fact that there's a bloody man literally they, on their table. They usually sell it a little more, but I was looking at it, and I couldn't even see who was doing commentary. They were all so calm. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> it was so they funny. Move. It was hilarious. Yeah, they just a, a bloody man was thrown onto their table, and they were just like, uh, this is normal, I guess. And I, I think it was after this point that I realized they are 100% like calling it as they go. Maybe not even that. I mean, yeah. Because it's bonkers. Like, when you that. said it's like a shoot fighters, I was like, there's no prep. It's just murder. Yeah, basically. Um, So, Akiyama has some sweet running knee lifts, that's for sure. And he has such a great exploder suplex. Man, good shit. Um, Dude, the knee to the skull and then a kick out at one. Yeah, man. That shit was crazy. And then we got into a slap fight. A slap party. And then, like... I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, these guys are going. It was very, uh, it made me realize a lot why Simon likes this match. It's very much his style. It's very uh, jujitsu. Mm-hmm. So it's it was very like if wrestlers got into an actual shoot street fight, like all the moves that you would pull for max com- maximum real life damage. Yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, it was so good. And did you, did was that a package pile driver? Where? At the end? At the end. No, no, no. It was an exploder suplex, but he, like, hooked the arm, so he, like, held it, it underneath like him. It was a suplex, though. 
that's how the match the thing that ended the match it was, was a, not a suplex it was, was it? an exploder suplex yes i'm gonna i'm I, confused i'm very if it know, was the move that ended was, the match then yes it was so good yeah it was my a lot God. of fun this match was fucking crazy i'm like scanning down my notes which are basically my, my way of taking notes was just texting john and then i get down to what the fuck was that and the next thing i see is just a picture of monique hart going but bitch don't forget <laughs> and Mo- I went, monique oh, hart po- po- quite possibly one of my favorite queens yeah did you see my tweet where i just said goop <laughs> yep i did i did see that um yeah, so uh, Akiyama gets the win here. Holy hell. Go God go damn. seek out this match, people. Just type in Katsuyori Shibata, Jun Akiyama, Wrestle 1, and you'll it's see it. It's on Daily Motion. Just yeah. turn off the parental controls on the bottom. Yep, and you'll be able this to This is literally it. what John told me. It is indeed what I told you. So next week, uh, we're we're going back. It'll be, well, actually, today's our, the first show, so February. Uh, we're going to go back into our rotating promotions and I just said, fuck it, let's watch some WCW. We are going to you watch... You would pick a fucking Raven match. We are going to watch Raven versus Perry Saturn, a Raven's Rules match from Fall Brawl 1998. I believe the stipulation in this match is if Raven wins, uh, Saturn has to rejoin the flock and do as he says. But if Perry Saturn wins, the flock is disbanded. So I think that is this match. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna watch that next week. The flock is just just hearing you describe that just makes me think of just fucking Chikara, and I don't know why. The flock. Who was in the flock, Marianne? Let's see here. It was sick boy. It was Riggs. Was it sick with two C's and a boy with an I? No, this was before that. Damn it. Uh, so sick boy, Riggs, Reese, Kidman, Lodi. Uh, I think I'm. Uh, well, Saturn technically. Uh, Stevie Richards was in there for a minute, and I feel like I'm missing somebody that was. Was it key. Reese spelled like Reese's Pieces or Reese like the Irish way? Irish way, like R H Y S. Nope, R E. It was. I think it was R E E S E. Like that's like Reese's Pieces. That's thought, what I just said. I thought there was a C in Reese's Pieces. No, there's a there's Reese's and then pieces. I don't it's two know. separate words. It's this not is, one word. We're spending too much time on Ron. No, Reese's we're name. not because this is important cultural information. Reese with an R H Y S is Irish. All right, Marianne, let's get into this news. The biggest news of the week is most definitely Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose, you just made the list. Will not be re-signing with. World Wrestling Entertainment. What his contract is up at the end of April. He uh, reportedly turned down one million dollars guaranteed per year. Uh, he stated in a meeting with Vince McMahon. Reportedly, you have to say it in Dean Ambrose's voice. It's not. Uh, it's not about the money, Vince. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he said. He said it's not about the money. Uh, so, and he's apparently just been pissed off so he's he's gonna leave uh and uh, everyone's like he's gonna go to AEW, but uh, no he's not i want him to wrestle fucking david arquette i don't well okay that would be great dream match i honestly uh dean kind of people backstage reportedly we have to make sure we say that every time um we're saying that he's really hard to read and honestly if it's not about the money uh, if it's not about the money, then he might just, you know, hang out in Vegas. 
Honestly, at his house. I would not be I would not be shocked if that's what he did and let me tell you why. Uh, I have been a fan of Dean Ambrose for since forever, since I started watching and I he's a minimalist and I don't think a lot of people like not well researched and when I say well researched I was obsessively in love with him for like the longest time. Mm-hmm. He's a minimalist. So money, I don't know why they tried to brag him, like try and drag him in with money because he doesn't care. Well, I he think he literally picked up all of his stuff when he moved, and he just left everything in his apartment and just left. I think like hundreds of dollars worth of old wrestling DVDs, and was like, I don't give a shit. And he's like, I don't even need pots and pans. Like he does not care. I think that, um, yeah, he doesn't care. And that's not a character. That's literally him. And so it doesn't surprise me that he's hard to read. It doesn't surprise me that it's not about the money. At all, and it doesn't surprise me if that's what he wanted to do was just like chill out in the fucking mountains with like mountain lions and snakes and shit because that's where he feels the most comfortable yeah. and fucking good on him. Yeah, I'm proud and I'm happy, but still, I want to see him wrestle David Arquette. <laughs> I mean, I I wouldn't hate that. <laughs> did you see David Arquette challenge CM Punk? Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> Ugh. So, yeah, D- Dean Ambrose leaving. Will he go to AEW? Probably not. If he does, no. that's a good get for them and whatever. I mean, it's fine. I wouldn't be surprised if he was just like, I'm done. Like, I feel like he's so jaded. Yeah, I mean, he could just be done. I think he's, yeah, like you said, minimalist. He's probably saved his money. He doesn't He doesn't care. He doesn't spend a lot of money. Like, I, Dean Ambrose, like, I, I'm not even joking. Like, he is the type of person who would not update his phone for years like or even have a phone (laughs) unless he absolutely had to and i think people don't realize that and i'm like i'm not joking i was like you need to go back to the indie times of him Mm -hmm. and see how he lived his life because it it makes way more sense you can't take the street out of him yeah he is a street ragamuffin like at heart so he knows how to like live off of that and it's ridiculous yeah. and I love him for it and I'm I'm honestly really happy because he was being completely not used properly. No. And I think it took him being injured and out for a while to realize this is what makes me happier. Right. And I don't miss it. Yeah. And then he came back and they didn't have anything worthwhile for him and so he just kind of fell out fell out of love with it almost I feel. And I know I'm like putting words into the mouth and stuff like that but I'm just going based I mean, on yeah. knowing I've gone back after being introduced to him. I've gone back to like almost the beginning of his career mm-hmm. and watched it from then. And so that's what makes the most sense to me based on that and knowing people that know that, that know him mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm stoked for him. Honestly. Yeah. I think good. it'll be good for him. It'll be great. I think he's going to be a lot happier. Yeah. Um, just chilling with the rattlesnakes in Vegas. <laughs> Other news, we already went over. Hideo Tommy asked for his release. It was granted. 90-day no-compete clause. Um, Why would they let Hideo Tommy go but wouldn't let fucking boring-ass Mike Kanellis? Um, Because of that rumor that they said, if we release you, you can't go to, a- you can't go to AEW. And he was like, fine, I don't want to go to AEW. I just want to go back to Japan. But Mike Kanellis wanted to go to AEW. Oh, yeah. He probably wants to go Which, to Which, what makes you think you're good enough to go there, bitch? I mean, I don't know. <sighs> Whatever. Uh, we got a slew of questions here. Yes. This first one from Calvin. Um, should Renee Young stay in the WWE or leave when Dean goes? Um, so, Renee Young's her own person. 
Uh, let's just get that out of the way. She is like the one person <laughs> you need to realize that she's my idol. I don't, I'm growing up and I've said this many times on this podcast. I did not have a lot of like female idols that I really looked up to, like in a way that was more than just physical appearance. Mm-hmm. And I adore the shit out of her. She is amazing. Yeah. I love her. She could do, she should do obviously like whatever the fuck she wants. She can do fine where she's at, but also, you know, that if she left, she would have tons of job offers immediately. And was yeah. I talking to you about this? We're like ESPN would snatch her up. So, Oh, fast. well, ESPN already tried to get her. Yeah. I was going to say people have already like asked for her. I was like, she could go into any different line yeah. of anything because she's, She's multi-talented. I think the thing here is Dean isn't leaving on bad terms, and I don't know when Renee's contract is up, but there's no reason for her to leave unless she wants to, um, which she's is fine. She's in a comfortable place right but, now. And... I mean, she's her own person, so she can do what she wants. Yeah, if any, if anything, it would be likely just the traveling would kind of be tough on the two of them, like it wasn't already. But I mean, yeah, but they were at least together. on the same show, so yeah. So I mean, if anything, that would be a bit tough. Yeah. So I mean, um, we'll we'll see. I just think uh, she her career should not be tied to what he does as a career. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. That should never be the case. Unless you're Mike Kanellis, which is <laughs> yes. that's the case. Uh, Holland asks, <laughs> AEW just well signed Britt B- Baker. Who else out there do you see th- uh, <laughs> see this thriving merchandising company signing next to their women's division? There was a meme. Or as you wrote, singing. Sing? Did I write singing? Yep. They could be. They could be singing. Singing that person's <laughs> praise, praises. Um, I think it's good they snatched Britt Baker. Yeah. I could honestly see Priscilla Kelly. She's a hot name that's going around right now. I think that would be cool. That would be a good get for she's them. She's beautiful and she's fantastic. I think that would be um, a good... I think it's better that AEW signed Britt Baker because um, because of her... It's not. It's like her backup career. Yeah. So she wouldn't have to travel, really. Yeah, right. So it wouldn't be as grueling of a traveling schedule as if she had like somehow signed with the WWE. I feel like it's a better fit for her. Agreed. But who else that needs to be in that? Um, I don't know, man. Who have they got already? It's it uh, right now. It's just it's Britt Baker. It's um, oh no, um, it's Britt Baker. It's Brandy. It's. I think they would do good with Holiday. I think Holiday would be cool. Yeah. Why can't Holiday I think of cool. um, Nicole Savoy? Penelope Ford. I'm sorry. Yeah, Penelope Ford. Oh, Nicole Savoy would be amazing. That would be great. That would yeah, be a good pickup. Bra- she literally could break people's arms. She would be fantastic. Um, what else? Vanessa Craven. Yeah. I think Vanessa Craven needs to be u- utilized more. Oh, do you think they're going to get Jessica Havoc? Ooh, that would be interesting. I'd be. Done I with think that. they could. They could do Jessica Havoc. They could do fucking. Um, oh my god, what is her name? I think it would be great if she wasn't so successful already on the indies. Shotzi. Oh, Shotzi would be fun. Um. Oh my god, I forgot her name. That's fine. We gave we gave enough. Yeah, we, we gave enough names, but I think Shotzi would be great. That would be cool. Uh, Jay Tyler asks: At one point, will WWE star to let their wrestlers make the creative decisions outside of nxt 205 live what will it take to have their superstars not be hindered by preset scripts 
That's uh, literally the thing that holds them back the most. Uh, for them to be released and not work for WWE anymore. Exactly. I was going to say that's the biggest thing, and I don't think as long as Vince is alive, it's not happening. I mean, I think as long as WWE is a company, it's not happening. They need, they need to be. I mean, they might be like, don't, here's a guideline instead of like, here's at word for word. Um, but yeah. That's, it's, the WWE is like an, uh, is an, um, autocracy. Mm-hmm. Is that the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Um, sorry, my phone was ringing. Um, it's just, they have to have absolute control over everything. It's not like, it's not a communist society. It's very, um, Russia. It's very Russia. I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know, but it's, I don't think that will, yeah, they need to just leave. And I think that's what's happening. I, I, I feel like this is a lot of people like in a short amount of time that have been like, I want to fucking leave. And I don't know if it has anything to do with AEW or just the fact that people are getting fucking sick. Could be it. both. It could be that they're signing so many people just to have them and yep. then not utilizing them properly. It's kind of like, I think I've made this comparison before. Like when Bayern Munich signs like a bunch of really good players just to keep other people from having them. Yeah. And then sit them on the it. bench and yeah. then don't use them and then ruin their career. Mario Gertz. Well. Yep, I've made this comparison before. I know I have because it's way too comfortable coming out of my mouth. Uh, <gasps> Jay Tyler also asks, um, with the large amount of indie wrestling, what is a concept or story that you would like to see portrayed in the ring that has not been done yet? And man, that I have no That's idea. It's a hard question. It's a hard question because there is so much indie wrestling and there is like, you know, 60, 70 years of wrestling. So I feel like almost everything has been done. And I feel like the more ridiculous you try and make it, the more likely it's been in Chikara. Yes. So, I You'll mean. I've never seen a time traveling, like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh. Yeah, man. Haven't? It's just like, I don't I don't know what I would want to see. I don't know. Marianne, do you have anything? I can't think of no, anything. No, I don't. Because, I like the first of all, my imagination is not that great. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't think deeply. So, like, the most, like, ridiculous ideas I I can't even imagine are all stuff that I've seen on Chikara. Like, one of the more recent things I saw, and this was was not that recent, was when uh, it was Pete Dunne and his brother taking on Mustache Mountain, and Trent Seven turned on Tyler Bate, and Pete Dunne turned on uh, the other Dunne. And And then then they they, kissed. And then they kissed. Well, and then they formed British Strong Style, and then I thought that was interesting. Two partners turning on their partners during a match. <laughs> Guess what? We're secret lovers. Yeah. I mean, I thought that Honestly, was interesting. Trent would. <laughs> uh, other than that, I mean, like, I, man, I don't know. Uh, I don't I don't know. It's a hard question. I think question. that's an interesting topic that I would want to bring up probably with somebody like Glenn Joseph from Progress, because he does so much of, like, the art, like, the that kind of... Yeah, and they thing. do. They that do would a lot be of really. Stuff, I, yeah. I and I would want to talk about that with him. That would be. I might do that later. And if it wasn't, well, actually, you know what? He's probably in the United States time right now. Maybe. I maybe. don't know. I'm thinking out loud. But anyways, we have a last question. Uh, Mel asks, "Do you think WWE is? <laughs> do you think WWE is secretly giddy that more super the more superstars they lose to AEW or other places?" Uh, the easier it will be to give their fans no choice 
but to accept the big dog, the greatest wrestler of all time, the defeater of The Undertaker, soon the defeater of leukemia again, and the super megastar of the new movie Hobbs and whoever the other person is, Roman Reigns. The Rock is in it. That's all that matters. Roman Reigns as their savior and overlord. I think if you haven't accepted Roman Reigns as your savior and overlord already there's something wrong with you um i was gonna say how dare you slander him how dare you slander the big dog the greatest wrestler of any generation and our generation it's this needs this thing of being forced to like roman reigns needs to end it it needs to stop being a joke it'll end when he comes back for sure it's because first of all like the fact that you're even making that kind of thing when he's ill you he looks know, pretty it's good, like, that though. takes a brave person. And I don't I don't think that I don't like that people are like they're trying to shove him down their throat. Remember you said Charlotte's the Roman Reigns of the women's division and it's fucking true. Yeah. But um it's you have to admit that it slowed down a lot even before he came out as saying he had leukemia again. Yeah. But I don't understand why people are still saying it when he's like more than proven himself to be capable. And people are still they're just so against this idea and i'm like i feel like the wwe is like kind of blindsiding everyone and force feeding them other people and they don't even realize it like realizing it uh, charlotte (laughs) shoe hard charlotte yeah he does he sucks i mean i adam he sucks it's fine that's how we're ending the podcast this week, Adam Cole sucks. Adam Cole sucks. No, I don't know what we're calling it. Um, so you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moonsault, and you can follow John at JP Thrice. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, now Spotify, and also SoundCloud still. Just search for Tornado Tag Radio, rate and review us as well. Uh, Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com, purchase one of our fine Tornado Tag Radio shirts, and uh, head on over to patreon.com slash notlg and support us in any capacity you can. We greatly appreciate it. So, join us again next week. Uh, for episode 100, we're getting there, Marianne. 193 next God week. God damn. We're so close yet so far. But there's only one thing left to do. So, Marianne, if you will. Ring the bell. Ring my bell. Ring my bell. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com. Ring my bell.